Okay. Okay. So usually I don't do any intros. Eh? I do the intro after the podcast. Mm. Ah, okay. Excellent. No worries. <laughs> In this episode of Madhouse, we speak to John Birunji, a digital marketing strategy consultant, about how he got into digital marketing and all the cool things he has been up to. Enjoy the episode. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. So for the listeners, I guess, just like introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you okay. do. Yeah. Things like that. Okay. Um, well, my name is John Birunji Babirukamu. I'm a digital marketing uh, strategy consultant with uh, Zen Digital Africa, okay. which is a young uh, digital strategy consultancy company, okay. consult, uh, a digital strategy and training consultancy company. Okay. okay. So I have been in the digital marketing space for the past 10 years, ah, or okay. 11 years rather. Oh, I started wow. in 2010. Okay. Um, so... My first, uh, my first encounter with digital marketing was with uh, NSSF, where I helped okay. to set up their social media presence. Okay. Uh, because then I worked for a company called Imaginet that was that built and managed their website ah, and okay. their e statement system. Ah, okay. Okay. So uh, that's where I got uh, my some of my experience from. Then in 2012, I moved to NBS. Okay. Uh, where I went to set up their their digital their digital marketing arm, okay. and uh, from there spent four years at NBS. You know, helped them uh, build their first app, their website, the streaming, uh, nice. built them into into the number one engaging brand in Uganda. Nice. Uh, by the time I left in 2016, I think we had already reached a million, uh, a million strong in terms of following. Ah, nice. Then from then I moved to uh, Metropolitan Republic, okay, which is an agency, okay, uh, where I work for one year, handling uh, likes of Shell, MTN, uh, oh. Stanbic, oh. um, and and Escom, which is the power company that runs the Naluvali and Kira dams. Oh, okay. That's then nice. from then I went I went directly to MTN. Okay. 2017. Okay. And I spent I spent two years there okay. in MTN. Oh, okay. uh, still doing digital communications, their digital okay. communications manager. Okay. And yeah, uh, re I was part of a team that basically uh if I may say rebooted their social presence because before yeah. MTN was uh MTN was was you know suffering from a very bad image online, but okay. you know, you know from the issues of of Gonya and whatnot. But you okay. know, we turned it around yeah. uh, along with the brand team and everyone in the marketing team, and we 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 made it a loved brand online again. Oh, and from then on, I moved to um, I moved to QG okay. uh, QG Group, which is an agency. Okay. Um, uh, so my main function there was obviously to uh, was a digital director okay. to run the digital for their clients, but most importantly for government okay. uh, that was running it forty uh, percent of all its media buy through QG. So okay. I was doing the digital media buy, oh, okay. and nice. I stayed there till I stayed there till uh, December last year, where I decided oh, okay. to go full time into my consultancy. 
Okay, that's nice. So I'm very interested. I mean, you've, you've been here and all over the place, which is really nice. Uh, I wanted to know before all this, before NSSF, um, uh, what were you in and how did you sort of slowly start getting into like digital marketing and digital media? I wanted you to know. Well, I was a computer too. scientist. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, okay. so as a computer scientist, yeah. I graduated from Akere in 2006. Okay. Uh, computer science. Yeah. And I was a web designer. So, was, uh, okay. you know, into web programming. Okay. So, it's through that web programming that I joined Imaginate. And uh, from then, you know, that's when I found my passion, which is digital marketing. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm very interested in knowing. Uh, I mean, you've really moved all over the place. Like, I mean, NSSF, <laughs> and and it don't seem to like. It's like it's like you're saying. Is there more? I mean, I'm very fascinated. Were you always looking for something else as you were moving, or were you? It's like you're looking for something interesting. Like you're looking for a challenge, or I don't know. But the way um for me, mm, the way you were moving for me, it partic- felt like you were moving for. Sorry, it felt like like you were always. Uh, Searching, searching. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, I love to I love to build brands online. So um, I love to to uh, I, I love the challenge of building brands online and yeah. uh, uh, and making them big. Uh, so nice. I guess uh, yeah. So I guess for NSF it was it was a trial basis really because as as a contractor with uh, with Imaginet. Yeah. Mm. So it was it was a trial of sorts, but yeah. you know, um it, it got them to a point where they said, okay, now we need to really invest in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um for, for NBS, my time at NBS yeah. uh was also was also an excellent uh time for growth for me because yeah. you know you build build a brand from from nothing, leave yeah. it when it's at the top. Yeah. And I, I basically left um I left NBS entirely because after the four years of of, of consistent work, because you know NBS is is a really fast paced place. It's not yeah, yeah, it's not the kind of place you, you settle down. It's because <laughs> news is there every time. So yeah. I, I I I needed a change of scenery because mm-hmm. I uh, because I, I was exhausted after four years of consistent consistent running up and down and doing this and that. But mm. as much as it was it was uh, it was uh, fast paced and nonstop, yeah. it was also uh, one of my best my best times in my career because uh, we ended up achieving so much. That's nice. Um, the two agencies. The reason why I left the two agencies was uh, was in, okay. QG left entirely because my contract ran out. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I left. I left Metropolitan Republic um, yeah. again because uh, MTN had moved. Huh? So yeah, okay. were, the, were the agency for MTN and they were big, the biggest client. And, and basically my role there was, uh, was 70% MTN. So when MTN uh-huh. moved, it was, either, it was either move as well or, or get a pay cut. Thing but, else, um, uh-huh. you know, uh, I okay. guess I had impressed so much at MTN that they called me in as well. So ah, that's nice. Ah, nice, nice. So you moved with MTN. <laughs> which is, which yes, is... I moved from being a, 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 a from the agency to to being internally at MTN. Ah, okay, that's really nice. Uh, I'm, I mean, you've said very interesting things, but uh, it's because this is the Creative Asylum podcast process, and, and and is very important for the kind of things we're very interested in and having conversations with people like you. Um, Throughout, I just want you to share with the listeners, like just I would say, um, I would start with failure because some of those, it's what some of the things, some of the listeners sort of 
have to navigate and deal with. But being mm. in all the positions, I wanted to know if you could share a story where, like, either, especially I'm interested in the NBS, because of the fast-paced nature of NBS's kind of media. I'm very interested mm. in, in, like, sharing a story where you sort of failed and how you sort of, not failed, but only maybe said made a mistake and had to figure out how to learn from that mistake and overcome it and then just move forward. Um, I don't know. Or even not NBS, but, like, NSSF. Uh, imagine it. Oh, oh, what's that place you said? Um, Kujin. Metropolitan, Metropolitan or Kujin? Yeah. Well, um, I guess I can. I can. Uh, NSF obviously, uh, rather. Um, NBS obviously, there were, there were many failures because we were trying a lot of of new stuff that was that that, that and a lot of new stuff that was. Um, yeah. By then, very by then, very new at least here. Okay. 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 NBS. So that was example, the start of social media here. That's when you guys social media was starting to be a thing. Is that around the time? Well, social media started, I guess, in around two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That's when yeah. it, when Facebook started taking off. But yeah, I mean, when, when companies were getting very serious with social media around yeah. twenty twelve. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. But but we're all, we're not just posting and stuff. We're actually doing uh. So we're doing new stuff, like for example, doing a, a, a newsletter, doing uh, online streaming for TV, which, uh, which then you know there wasn't anything that being done here locally. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, doing stuff like, uh, doing stuff like, uh, like building a mobile app, which yeah. was uh, again a challenge because there weren't that many uh, app designers. So yeah. we, we did a lot of of new stuff, if I can put that in quotes here locally yeah. uh, because you know we're, we're pioneering yeah. but um i guess for me my failure was to 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 really monetize the online or online um the, uh, monetize the online uh, bit for nbs entirely yeah. because i guess i didn't make a, a strong enough case for the investment needed ah, okay mm. but the good thing is um the good thing is that uh, a, a huge part of, of 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 the plan that I put together and and you know the proposal that I put together yeah. have actually now been executed uh, oh, by nice. by Next Media. Oh, that's nice. Um, they, they recently uh, released a, a, a media app with many other uh, media houses. So uh, that was okay. something that I was trying to push for and see if we can monetize it and most importantly have. Have an application that doesn't run off of off your data, ah, yes. uh, of okay. your data rating, but yeah. is whitelisted so that you can play a fat, uh, pay a, a flat fee. Okay. Uh, to consume you know, the content on it. You, ah. Exactly. So oh, you nice. know you pay for a day, you pay for a month, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That was the idea that we had in in 2015. Oh wow! Yeah. But it was it was difficult one convincing the telecoms telecoms uh, <laughs> wanted to convince on the pricing. Yeah. Yeah. It was difficult convincing uh, convincing management then to invest in it. Yeah. And also, I guess it was it was way too early because then internet usage was still very low. Yeah, okay. uh, I mean, if you if we had about you know three to four million internet users then, okay. it was still way too low. For it to yeah. become, uh, for it to become financially viable, ah, okay. and yet yeah. now with eleven million viewers, yeah. the eleven million internet users, rather, yeah, you know, it's something that you can know that you can go target, even if you're to get half a million, uh, half a million users for the app, yeah, you're in, you're making profit. Ah, nice. Okay. So, yeah. 
so now it is viable then i think it was too early yeah. we're thinking way too ahead of our time yeah. <laughs> that's nice but uh, so i think i think that was a major uh, for me at least that was the one major thing that i i, I regret uh, uh, at the time uh, not not being able to to really monetize uh, the digital arm ah uh, okay okay that's that's really cool yeah. uh and also uh so you also going to share with us like uh, the opposite <laughs> like somewhere where you said we won and we just took it to to, to cloud nine and just like and um and i mean you could just share a story where there was sort of a success in your sort of way as you sort of figured out this whole digital media and digital marketing for different organizations um especially well, i'm very interested yeah. with government with especially what did qg and government sort of social mm. media and media buys for them i'm very interested in knowing if there's how you were able to assess a win in that space because like with government it's sort of a very interesting space to sort of like how do you assess a win in terms of if the the ad buy or the the, the promotion or the thing that's being pushed sort of has sort of done something it's been, it's, yeah yeah well with government it's it's a whole different animal it's completely complex yeah. because one there are too many players who 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 are powerful to say yes or no yeah. there's too much politics involved so uh it it's it's a whole different animal from Can corporate imagine. companies where yeah. you have to convince two or three people <laughs> um but uh i guess for me the the bit that i'll say uh was a major success yeah uh, we, so we did a, a covid awareness campaign last year okay uh, uh from april April till July, I think. Okay. Yeah. April till June. Yeah. And um, and it was the biggest media buy campaign that I've ever done. Okay. But also it was it was also the biggest uh, campaign in terms of in terms of media buy, I think, in Uganda. Oh, nice. So okay. by the time we were done, when we were measuring the impact of the campaign, we could clearly show that that you know, uh, I think it was about ninety one percent. Wow. 91% of internet users in Uganda had had either engaged or been reached through ah. through the ads that we did. Wow. Nice. You know the Tonsembera campaign, I think yeah. you can remember yeah, that. Yeah, Tonsembera, yeah, I remember so, that. There was a massive campaign on other media, you know, radio, TV and whatnot, but yeah. for internet users, we 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 reached about 91% of internet users, which was so, a massive yeah. success for us. It's about like 10 million. Um yeah, okay. Is... Then yeah, it was about nine million because okay. then the, the internet users were about nine point nine point nine nine point seven million. Ah, okay. So okay. it was about nine or eight point something million. Okay. But you know, we did we did um we did reach uh, 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 an unbelievable number of people. We didn't expect to reach that many people, okay. but it That's also nice. helped to open the eyes of uh of of the ministry of ICT uh yeah. ICT staff who who are basically in charge of of, of that project, the yeah. consolidated media by project for government. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to see the potential of what it could do. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Another nice. failure maybe is yeah. that uh, we didn't we didn't we didn't uh, get them to then uh, jump onto advertising on 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 social media. So uh-huh. mainly advertising through mainly advertising through uh local media okay. local local online media uh oh. websites but mm. also a little bit as well through through uh such advertising ah okay so okay. the biggest failure i guess was to get them what was was failing to convince them that 
we needed to advertise on on Twitter, on Facebook, but we still got around that through through getting the media houses to 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 participate in the campaign on social media channels. Okay, that's really nice. That's really nice. Uh, could you share? I mean, like, I mean, I'm I'm very. Inter- I mean, I have like so many other questions going through my head, but I would, I'm very mm. interested in if you could share with all these like less failures and wins. What are like the the things that you think that you sort of are now adopting now, like like the lessons learned, and then how are you adopting them? I think after QG and in your consultancies now, um, I'm very curious. That's my first curiosity of like how you're adopting them now that we have all these, with all the lessons that you've sort of gone through. Yeah, well, for, for starters, um, one key lesson is, is, uh, is when you're doing a proposal, you must always have a return on investment to show for your proposal, meaning mm-hmm. the person who is going to sign your check or approve the, 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 the project should be able to see uh, tangible, you should be able to see a proposal for tangible results yeah. and how you're going to measure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because you know, sometimes we, we we propose big ideas, but because we can't show the person who's paying for the ideas yeah. how they're going to get their money back or the mm. value that they're going to get, uh, they yeah. don't end up investing. Uh, so that's... that's one one huge lesson. Yeah. Another one is is uh, another lesson that I've, I I I got is is uh, most importantly always invest in tools for. For measurement so tools for social listening ah, nice. uh, tools for for measuring your campaigns okay uh, tools even for measuring your your your, your return on investments if okay. you don't uh, invest in them yeah then you can't have the kind of report that you that that you know the person uh, who's signing the checks needs to see see ah, okay okay and are these tools like very expensive or you're just looking depends i guess on the range uh, but what are you using for now? Like you right now, what tools are you investing in? I'm very curious because I've well, heard of them, but I also wanted to know. Well, for starters, I, I, I use I use one called Meltwater. Okay. Um, I've also been pushing for 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 a lot of uh, a lot of corporate companies and and government as well to invest yeah. in in this tool because I really believe in it. Yeah. It's 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 a really lovely tool in terms of giving you what people are talking about your brand yeah. online and not and that's across not just social media but you know on mm-hmm. on on publications on yeah. on uh what people are saying in in chat rooms and whatnot so yeah. it's a really excellent tool that I've come to use oh nice then you know some other basic tools that are free like like the normal analytics for pages so yeah. you know facebook yeah. analytics twitter yeah. analytics yeah. and and some other you know smaller custom tools yeah. Like uh, rival IQ, just to see how you're competing against uh, others yeah. in your sector, that sort of okay. thing. Oh, okay, that's really oh, that's cool. Um, I'm very. I mean, since you talk about talking about digital media and tools, do you think there is? Uh, there's always. I've always been fascinated. There seem to be so many creative people in that space, but not a lot of data analytical people in the space. And yet, it seems that mm. both need to be best friends. It seems like everyone's just talking about like the content, the content, the content, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, we're making the content, but how do we know if we're winning as we make this content? And it seems to ignore as long as they're seeing some content and a few likes, and then they just keep going down <laughs> that rabbit hole. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's it's an issue because we don't have that many technical people in the mm-hmm. that many technical people in the field. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So because we don't have that many technical people in the field. Uh, 
we get a lot of people focusing on content, yet content is just one of the four arms of digital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's strategy, there's content, there's analytics, and there's advertising. Ah, okay. Okay. So to get people to get people to know all four arms of digital marketing and to get people skilled, yeah. Uh, what I'm doing now is partnering with different partnering with the different uh, organizations to get people to to acquire these skills. Ah, okay. Cool. Um very very big uh for me right now is I'm partnering with uh, with Innovation Village. Okay. okay. And they have they have a, a venture called Upskill. Mm-hmm. And Upskill mm-hmm. is actually giving free training. So we do a four weeks training course with 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 students. Okay. Okay. And the, the students then get to the students then get to uh, get to learn all four arms of digital marketing and receive a certificate at the end of it. And, oh, okay. and so far right now, you know, I'm with second class nice. and guys seem to be really having their eyes opened by the, the, the content that we're teaching them. That's nice. That's really and nice. then another one that I work with is MOOBS, which is the Macquarie University Business School. Yeah. But that is mainly, uh, that is mainly a, a function of their, of their training hub so they we do it a lot for corporate arms as well so okay. really uh, nice. moves and innovation village are, are, are major partners for me okay to to train to train different people but i also work with uh uganda marketing society yeah mm, that yeah. gives uh the organizations of its members training okay okay oh okay so okay so every professional marketeers can come and just like polish up their skill set and just like add some new superpowers to their already existing superpowers yeah. <laughs> yes no sorry it's and a joke i, I used to other, do with Jackie, uh, so that's why <laughs> i work with other i work with other with other organizations as well like prow yeah, i've okay. done trainings through prow so uh pr uh pr practitioners can get to have a good understanding of digital so okay I'm I'm trying as much as possible to work with professional uh, with the professional bodies yeah because then it can help me uh it can help me reach as many people as opposed to to going and pitching to one individual and that uh mm. and trying to do one training yeah. which is is not financially uh which Able. is difficult on yeah, my also, side as yeah. well because you know you're doing one person at a time as opposed to to then covering a whole lot range of people yeah who, by the way, uh, if you impress, can also give you work for the consultants. <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, I'm very interested in your consultancy. How is it going? I mean, any cool things that they've been doing as you're doing this consultancy? Any exciting projects that you're working on that you'd have? Well, we we. <laughs> well, we 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 have. We're mainly doing digital strategy, so we work with companies to to help them build their strategy, okay. uh, their digital strategy, yeah. which I've realized is is a huge a huge gap uh, yeah. for companies because even mm. companies that have uh, digital agencies yeah. still come to us for 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 consultancy to try and see how we can cover that gap. Okay, so mm. it's a huge gap that even agencies are suffering from. Okay. And uh, and you know so far so good. Some of our clients are very very happy. Okay. Some That's of them nice. are still work in progress. So yeah. uh, we're moving on. Still a very young company. Yeah. That's nice. But uh, so far so good. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, so as we get to the end of the podcast, which is awesome, mm. uh, I usually ask every guest to share one life lesson. Mm. Life lesson. It 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 doesn't have to be. 
anything digital marketing is just a life lesson that someone can just adopt. It may, it may be in their creative professional life or outside their creative mm. professional life, but something that you as John use every day and they can take that with them um, as they live or create coolness. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, for me particularly, my major life lesson is finding your ikigai. Um, if you go online and you search for the, for the word ikigai, yeah, it's a Japanese Japan, concept yeah. about uh, finding your purpose for being. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, the Japanese believe that there are four circles in life that mm-hmm. you have to to find an intersection for. Okay. Um, basically, what you're good at. Yeah. What you love. Yeah. What you can get paid for and what the world needs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you cannot intersect all those four. Yeah. What you're good at, what you love, what the world needs, and what you can get paid for. Yeah. If you can't intersect all four, then you've not found your true purpose in life. Uh, okay. uh, for me particularly, for me particularly, I think the one thing that I missed before I went digital marketing was something yeah. that I love. Yeah. I, I I loved computers, but I didn't exactly love programming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So um so finding that one bit that I loved was then when I found my Ikigai in digital marketing. So yeah. I keep telling people that if you cannot find your Ikigai, then you haven't reached your purpose. Yeah. And you must find your purpose yeah. for, you to, for, you to find, uh, for you to find, I don't know who said that if you find a job, if you're doing a job that you love, then you're, 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 not, you're not working. Okay. You don't work yeah. a day in your life. Yeah, true, yeah. So, you need to find that one thing, your ikigai, and then you'll you'll stop working for someone. You yeah. start doing, you'll start being paid for doing something you love. So yeah. always look for your ikigai, and once you get it, you know, do it to the fullest of your ability. Nice, nice. Thank you so much, John, for your time. Uh, this has been exciting. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, I mean, my brain is already going like, hey, we should do some stuff more five years further, especially because <laughs> our audience are really young creators, and I think finding some mm. very interesting opportunity between like digital marketing strategy and all those things but for like young filmmakers creators artisans and things like mm. that i think would be exciting but i think we'll have yeah sure. yeah thank you so much uh, you're welcome yeah cool let me just stop recording cheers this. yeah <laughs>